0: Welcome to another edition of Rabbitohs Radio. My name is Grant Trapple. I'm joined by former Rabbitoh Darren Brown. What's doing, Brown?
1: Yeah, good day, chaps. How you going, mate?
0: Mate, not too bad. A huge weekend. We went out at the footy. We we had the legends lunch yesterday at the juniors. Um, yeah, huge weekend, mate.
1: Yeah, it's been a big weekend, and uh, it was an enjoyable weekend as well, even though we didn't get the result on Saturday night. Uh, there was a lot of positives to take out of that game and none more so than the performance of the two rookies, Ben Lovett and Talis Duncan.
0: Oh, yeah. A couple of young blokes, big futures, um, very brave, um, a lot of skill, Talis Duncan. But uh, Benny Lovett playing the full 80 and he goes hard, young, that young Lovett, mate, I tell you.
1: Yeah, typical country boy, uh, plays with his heart on his sleeve and we did mention uh, in the preview that there were two players to watch and they performed really well.
0: They certainly did. Now, we threw out a bit of an ad the other day, Brownie.
1: Yeah, we certainly did. Uh, we are looking for somebody to help us with our social media pages, and we've had a really good response. We've had plenty of applicants uh, email us, and mm. we're just going through the process now, and hopefully we should come up uh, with someone by the end of the week.
0: That we'll narrow it down and get stuck in it. Look, it it wasn't a paid role. We're not in a position to pay anyone. Um, if anything, it might be $50 a week at some stage or something like that. So it might suit a more of a younger person at university or finishing high school. But, you know, a couple of old knockabouts like me and you, Brandy, we're not the best on the uh, on the internet, but we... We do our best.
1: Yeah, well, that's what we're after, Chas. Somebody that's got a creative mind that can help us move forward and grow the social media pages. Uh, We've got 10,000 followers on our Instagram and uh, big credit to everyone that does follow us and they've helped us achieve that large number in terms of our followers. And
0: we've had huge numbers on the podcast so far and we're looking to, to grow that as much as possible. So if you're on an Apple phone there please scroll up and rate and review if you could uh, give us a five-star rating if you think we've deserved one. If not, you just put in whatever you like there. But any rating would happen. If you get a chance to write a few words down about what you like about the show or how we can improve it, we'll certainly take all that feedback on board, Browning.
1: Yeah, we certainly will, and that's very important to us, that rate and review helps us get up the chain a little bit, uh, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.
0: And we went out to the game the other night. You went out with your family, Brownie?
1: Yeah, I did, certainly did. Uh, my partner Belinda and Charlie, we drove out there. Nice little quick drive out there these days, chaps, with the new freeway.
0: Yep, Gardens Road, and you're straight on that freeway. It was only 20 minutes. I took my big cousin, Scotty, who's a very loud and boisterous um supporter, and he was into the ref from, from the get-go. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the referee, uh, referee would have known he was there.
1: From start to finish, I, I think he even run down the grandstand to give him a, a mouthful... Running off the field,
0: he did at one stage. He dropped him. To, he said, "You're going to be in Jersey flag next week, mate. Twenty dollars, twenty-eight dollars. That's all you're going to get <laughs> for your match payment." But
1: and he had every right to, chaps. And we'll go into we'll go into the depth, detail a little bit later. But the club's um,
0: really upset by it. Like, the club is going to put an official complaint in. We're at the uh, the Legends lunch yesterday at the Juniors, which we'll, we might have a talk about that a bit later on. But um, yeah, they're pretty disappointed with um, the officiating, the play, the ball speed. A um, couple of couple of ordinary decisions where. Our old mate, 10-minute Tane got put in the bin. It looked like it was... I don't think it was um, worth 10 minutes myself. It was all a a real reactive response from the referees Mm. just because the cart come out. We wish him all the best. Um, Mr Sutton there, the poor bloke who got hurt. But Mm. I think it was more the numbers and the tackle and stuff like that. And accidents happen in rugby league. Yeah,
1: I don't think the Tane's contact with uh, was the issue for the injury I uh, no. I think there might have been other players involved in the tackle but yeah look I, I don't like to blame the referees when we lose but uh unfortunately this particular game he had a big bearing on the result
0: and we had the post match uh, members function in the PNO lounge up there in the um north western corner I suppose you call it and we had even though they're not allowed to do interviews to the media they could do one to the to the Rabbitohs radio team there. We we were lucky enough to get Jacob Host, who's been out suspended, and he was pretty positive about um, an opportunity to rest his body up. Um, He'll be back against the Broncos, he said, if selected. I'm sure he will be. We're pretty light on back rowers. And Isaac Thompson, it was good to talk to Big I, Tom. He's a bit of a character, I, Tom. He got engaged a couple of weeks back, and none of us had seen him since the spectacular try he scored in round 11 against the Maggies. In that, uh, I think it was the, that sort of southern corner there. He he dove through the air from five out, came down, and he ended up having an operation. And he he said he'll be available to play New South Wales Cup this week. And he looked looked like he lost a lot of weight. He's he's really thinned up there. He might might be trying to gain a yard of speed, Brownie.
1: Yeah, well, he certainly will. And I'm sure he'll um, come back bigger than there ever. He had a groin operation, I think it was. Groin, yeah. And he also got engaged. Two chaps.
0: Yep, and I asked him, "What are you doing the by week?" I said, "Surely the wedding plan is going to come over, and you might be able to plan that yeah. wedding." And he shook that one off. He said, "No, I'll leave that. I'll leave that to the bride."
1: But to the missus,
0: we might get into this contest um, that happened on Saturday night. Uh, an enthralling contest where it opened up with a with a nice little no look pass from uh, Saliva Havili, who started at hooker, and Tommy Burgess just found himself between two defenders and, and crashed over for an early lead.
1: Yeah, I think it was his first try of the season as well, chap. So he's off the nudie run. But yeah, great work by uh, Liver. He gave early ball to Tom. He didn't really put Tom under any pressure by passing the ball right at the defensive line. He gave it early and just gave Tom uh, a little bit of time and he just his big strength and his big body, that was too hard to handle. And he barged over for an early try and an early lead. And we went out to a 6-0 lead.
0: Well, there was there was Bulldogs jumpers everywhere, but they just got their spacing wrong under the post the Bulldogs. And when that happened, I thought, geez, this could be a long night for the Bulldogs after the result last week. But rucking off our own line, um, Hawke has come up with a bit of an error, about 20 or 30 out. And a classy player that he is, Matt Burton, from the scrum base, threw a beautiful... It was a Cody Walker-like pass, let's just say that. And put young the young upstarter Blakey Wilson in for a try in the left corner with a white headgear, and he post-match try celebration he pulled out the old lawnmower.
1: The old lawnmower, oh, I, yeah. I like
0: the old lawnmower dance move.
1: Cutting cut the grass. <laughs> yeah, he was um, Yeah, the golden rule chaps, you've got to complete after points and that's something that we failed to do on this occasion. Uh, young Dean Hawkins came up with just a, a simple drop ball and yeah, off the next scrum play, um, like you said, it's normally Cody doing it to the opposition, but this time it was Burton doing it to, uh, to us.
0: Yep, it certainly was, mate. So that ended up being 6-all, and then Tane Milne has come in for a tackle with three or four blokes in the tackle, and Sutton has come out of that play with a, look like a concussion or a neck injury or something like that, that uh, they ruled that it was a penalty to the Bulldogs, it was play on, but it took so long that with the Medicab and all that, and they had to really take care with people's necks, and the, um, our doc was out there helping out, and they decided it was a bad look on the game, and... I don't know what angle. They reckon they've seen another angle and give him 10 minutes. That was a strange decision, Brownie.
1: Yeah, and um, obviously the club weren't happy with it. That was one of the decisions that the club wasn't happy with. And uh, Tane has now accepted um, an early guilty plea and he's just got reprimanded with a fine. So he'll be available to play against the Broncos in two weeks' time.
0: Yeah, well, he looked a bit despondent there, um, Tane, because he left just... An experienced player like him, short, and then the Bulldogs were able to get up the other end and it was just a a beautiful back line movement where you're you seen young Toby Sexton come over and link up with Burton and then it was just a it was a catch and pass effort all the way to the corner. And uh, Blakey e. Wilson from the Sunshine Coast, it was in for a double pretty early.
1: Early on in the piece, 12-6. And you mentioned that name, Toby Sexton, and I said in the preview of the game uh, before the Bulldogs game that the Bulldogs were going to be a different team with this young kid playing halfback. Uh, They've never had a halfback like Toby Sexton uh, in the last couple of weeks. And pretty much all the tries that they've scored uh, were on the back of Toby Sexton, digging into the line and creating space for Matt Burton, who was allowed to play his natural game.
0: Yeah, went through seven sets of hands to score right over in that um, left-hand corner. So uh, a beautiful play by the Bulldogs. And and then, then it was just sort of, on for young and old. Then we'll sell a man short. We hardly touched a pill in that 10-minute period. And then it was it was an out ball from Burton uh, back on the inside to Sexton, and then Sexton had a good hooker backing up through the middle in um, Reed Reed Marnie, and it was a beautiful try by the Bulldogs.
1: Yeah, well it was chaps, and I said to you out at the game when Tane got sin bin that we needed. To have the ball 50 percent of the time so we needed to have the ball for five minutes and like you said we hardly touched the ball in that 10 minute period and that's normally how it goes <laughs> when somebody gets to the symbian gets sent to the sinbin. um you know the opposition team uh dominate the possession and you find yourself defending your ass off for the whole 10 minutes and that's exactly what we did and uh, like you said i think saliva havili got caught out at marker a little bit he he was um he wasn't square, and by the time they turned the bloke inside, Liver was too far gone. He couldn't get his body around in time to make the tackle or an effective tackle anyway. And, uh, yeah, Red Money backed up up in the middle.
0: Well, that was 18-6 um, by that stage, and we finally got a bit of ball and, and got it up the other end. I think it was Lockie went for a kick on the last, ricocheted, landed up in his lap. He beat the, the rushing defence, went down the blind side and was tackled at about half a metre out. And then they, the next play, they went a settler back to the left. And Lockie, he'd he, he seen a weakness in, in the Bulldog left edge, and he, he went down there most of the night. And he asked for a quick early ball. And he dug in beautifully deep into the line, had Richie Kenner out the back for a two-on-one. And and, and the kid had a bit of work to do, um, Ty Munro. He certainly did. It wasn't just a, a, a catch-and-pass type of try. He sort of... He showed him the sideline and burn him, didn't he? He did,
1: and that in and away he did beautifully and once again used his pace to get in the corner and he got there quite easily in the end. But yeah, great work from Lockie. Uh, he, he went had a shot at him down that down our right edge once. It didn't work. So they had a settler back to the middle and then he went back down there again, like you said, chaps, and dug into the line, gave a nice ball to Richie Kenner, who caught and passed. To tie Tai and uh, yeah, the in and away from Tai Tai, and he done it quite easily uh, to score in the corner.
0: And it was the goal kicking was was bang on early because Blake Taff hit a real worm burner from the sideline, and it was uh, it was a beautiful conversion you know, at that stage. But and then look, the Bulldogs we got it to 18-12. All the goal kicks have been perfect. Then it was a loose pass. He had a dummy half from Reed Marnie, and it was a former Rabbitoh. In Braden Burns, who had his back to the um, opposition goal line, scooped it up and it ended up being a two-on-one and and young Jacob Carraz dives over in the corner.
1: Yeah, well, and w- once again, uh, as all the work was done from the inside out and uh, great work by Braden Burns. He had a pretty good game at Braden Burns. Uh, the offloads killed us in, in this game and he came up with five offloads and Tevita Panga Jr. was four offloads. So uh, between them, they had nine offloads. Uh, between them two and yeah that was really damaging uh, on our defensive efforts
0: and then 6 inches in from the touchline he does a, a little fading kick from the sideline Matty Burton it was 24 points to 12 at half time and we thought to ourselves geez 12 points it, it seems like a lot at that stage but the second half again started start of the second half with absolutely no ball again they seem to dominate possession and field position and it was debutante Ethan Quay-Ward with a try in the left-hand corner after some nice lead-up work again, that man, Matt Burton.
1: Well, he nearly bombed it, didn't he, chaps? Because yeah. he, he decided to head back infield and then he realised there was no space on, on the on the inside and then he put a, a nice little flick ball on out to the back of Ockambore who threw a long ball out to the winger and, uh, yeah, he was over to score on debut.
0: He certainly was. Um, and then, look, uh, later on, in, in in the half there. It was a beautiful try. A, a classic Blake Taff try. Now, he's been scoring these in the New South Wales Cup for fun the last couple of years, mm. where, he, where he blows them away. He really gaps them on the outside. He was able to beat the fullback and score under the post. But it was a little bit of work by Lockie Ilias again. Started that play. Dug in deep.
1: Yeah, and that's what he does well, Lockie Ilias. He digs in deep uh, for his outside man And this time it was Taffy who got the opportunity to slice through the defenders and it was really the first time that we've really seen Taffy's speed in the top grade. I don't think uh, he's been in that much space before and it was just, we haven't had the opportunity I'm, to see how fast he really I'm is. I was
0: that quick, so it was sort of locky dug in. it was out the back to Hawke. Hawke put it on. It was just, it was great to see. Yeah. Um, just the, the people involved in that try, it was just beautiful, you know. Pete from dummy half and, it, you know, you had Lockie and then you had um, Hawko and Taff who got him on the outside. Nice left foot step and scored. And he got hurt too. He, <laughs> they come over and belted him too. Don't worry about that. <laughs> well,
1: then four players that you just mentioned, chaps, uh, Pete Mamazellas uh, onto Lockie, onto Dean Hawkins, onto Taffy. They would have done that plenty of times coming up through the pathway system in the 20s in New South Wales Cup. So it would have just come naturally for them guys to play that little shape play down the right-hand edge. And I thought Taffy was really good at the back end of the game. He was playing with energy. He wanted the ball. And, uh, yeah, it was probably his best game in the red and green, in the top grade, since he made his debut uh, round 15 in 2021.
0: Yep, and um, then we went up the other end. And Braden Bird's did a double movement, but the referee went to the middle of the field, called a penalty. Then Tommy Bird just said to him, well, on well, offside penalty, the offside's over on the sideline there, mate. Where, where are you going with that? Mm. So the re- <laughs> he didn't know what he was doing, the referee. Then he yeah. went over, and it didn't matter where you put Burton, he was going to kick a, uh, a penalty goal. That put it out the 30-16, but then we got up the other end.
1: Well, that was-, that was a crucial crucial penalty, Chaps, because it put the game three tries instead of two. Uh, yeah. and they put him out to a 14-point break. Um, where, you know, it would have been nice and handy to be 12 points uh, going into the, the last period of the game. But another crucial decision that the Rabbitohs weren't happy with, obviously Burns had scored that do- a double movement try and then he uh, he reels offside from the scrum play.
0: And then it was a liver carry where carry where he just basically pulled him apart, took three blokes to bring him down, got up, played the ball nice and quick, Peter Mamazeles um, got the ball out to Lockie, who sucked three defenders in. Taffy come back on his inside, did a little hit and spin, and crashed around to score. And then it was he was, he was injured from that try as well. And Dean Hawkins uh, put us within reach. Um, was well, the game on then, wasn't 30 it? 30 points to 22, and we were, we we're back in the ballgame.
1: Well, we've done it so many times. Been behind with only a couple of minutes to go, and we've pulled the rabbit out of a hat. Unfortunately, we come up a little bit short, but let me tell you, we gave it one one last shot.
0: Yeah, and then it was Sexton again, digging deep into the line to Braden Burns Short, who got the ball out the back to uh, Matt Burton again, who, who put um, Blakey Wilson in for a hat-trick. The, uh, the Sunny Coast Falcons um, product himself, and... Then you thought, "Well, we're gone now, surely." It was thirty-six points to twenty-two, but nope, the boys did not put the queue in the rack, and it was a it was a little little run of play from the boys, and we just started to put a bit of pressure on. You felt like the tables were starting to turn, Brownie.
1: Well, they they were, and like I said, chaps, uh, we've done it so many times in the past, so they know what to do in, in these situations. And uh, yeah, you know, Milne came up with a, a nice grubber, and the winger scored.
0: Yeah, it was Talis Duncan out to um, the two halves. Again, Lockie and also Hawker. And they got it out to our old mate there, 10-Minute And he was able to just put a put it straight on the toe. And I think at the time, we said he had no right to score that try mm. young. The way he can close on a try this time on row, yeah. he has got something very, very special about him.
1: Well, the three tries that he scored, one last week and two this weekend, or just last week, uh, the the one try he scored on debut and the two he scored last week were all on the back of his speed. Hmm. Um, if you haven't got pace, you're not going to score them tries that he scored. And, and this was just another case of uh, how fast he was to get to the ball.
0: He nearly had another one. The, the bounce of the ball just did not go his way and the bounce of the ball did not go south way all night. Lockie, he a beautiful um, sort of outside-in grubber that was heading towards the corner. And it just dipped on him in the last minute.
1: Yeah, a perfect kick. Uh, I know the one you're talking about it was like a banana grubber, and it was bouncing along the ground. All he needed was a the right bounce, tie tie, and unfortunately, it just bounced away from him at the end. And uh, yeah, that that would have made a obviously second try, but he would have scored three on the night if that if that was successful.
0: So that would made it 36-26 with about three minutes to go, and you thought if we can get up the other end, it'd be nice to just score one to you know see what happens. Uh. Uh-uh. Lockie throws a about a 15-minute cutout pass to Talus, to who dummies, looks up in front, goes through Reed Marnie. And then you had Peter Mambazoulis still hanging back from the kick. <laughs> and uh, Talus stayed live on the play, and he got it from about 45 out, and I couldn't believe the wheels on the kid.
1: Brownie? Yeah, he showed a bit of toe, didn't he, to out-sprint the, the outside backs of the Bulldogs who were giving chase. But, yeah, and uh, that really put us back in the game with a couple of minutes to go.
0: He certainly did, and... And then it was um, another opportunity where we we got down the other end and I thought we should have went right, but we went over left and Hawke put a grubber in, but um, Sexton was good enough to to dive on it. But if he had a look out the back, Taffy was sweeping mm. and he might have had a two-on-one to put AJ in the corner mm. for a, a match-tying try.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's, uh, it is what it is now and unfortunately we just came up a, a little bit short. I think the Bulldogs, they skipped out to a... Was about a 30 points to 12 lead and I just sought too many points to, to drag back and in the end, that's what it was. We just didn't have enough points in us and, um, yeah, unfortunate, but like I said, a lot of positives to come out of the game, yeah. a lot of individual performances and uh, the young blokes especially.
0: Yeah, Ty Monroe and Talos I wanted to have a chat about. Now, I know we're talking about a lot of their offensive plays. I think um, Talos looked like... he. He's a bit of a ball player. He can, he can play tough and play through the line. Um, you know He can play before the line. He's got a lot of strings to his bow, but when he came on and levelled on um, Pungwe Jr., I think was only on the field for 30 seconds. I love that. There was also another one where he he was backing up off a... I think it was Skelton did an offload back on the inside to Burton, I think it was, and he came from nowhere. Yeah, to dragged him, him from down. It was an absolute tricep. I, I know, was. I know it was all in vain because they did score. Mate, um, they're the plays you love.
1: We plays with energy. And we said in the preview he's got a little bit like that Cameron Murray mould. He likes to get involved in attack and play that link man. He's, I think he came up with about four tackle breaks, didn't he, chaps? Mm, yeah. and he was outstanding. and uh, To score that try and show the amount of speed that he had uh, for a back rower is very positive for the club.
0: I think... You know, not sure if he'll be in the side next week or whatever, but I think they're going to have to find a a place for him, their 17 um, going forward, whether it's in the next couple of months or next year. He's got to be in our 17. Mm. And the other bloke is Ty Munro. Um, I think it was a a ball from Lockie to Tane. Might have hit through it a little hard, but I think he was entitled to catch it. It was a loose ball. Burton scoops it up. You thought he was away, but uh uh-uh. Ty-Ty ran that quick. He nearly ran past him. He, yeah. f- he almost forgot to tackle him. Yeah. And he thought, oh, I'd better grab him and knocked him to the ground. And yeah. mate, uh I'll tell you what, you won't want to take an intercept against the Bunnies because he will round you up. He's like a greyhound.
1: Mm. Well, that's something that we've been missing, especially down that right-hand edge. We've got AJ on our left-hand edge, um, who's very quick and is a very good finisher. And now we've got Ty Munro, who's an absolute speed machine. And that particular play, Chaps, he picked Burton up he probably give him 10 or 15 metres start and picked him up just after the halfway line. So a uh, tremendous amount of pace and he's going to be really, really good for us in the back end of the season, especially when the likes of Cody Walker, Campbell Graham come back.
0: Yeah, well, we've had, had so many players out. Um, you know, it was a pretty good performance. I think seven of our starting 13 were out. Um, 13 of our top 30 uh, unavailable. So it was a pretty good Effort in the end. I know you probably don't want to leak that many points, but the Bulldogs have got some classy rep-style players. Your Pungo Juniors, your, your Reed Marnies, your your, your Burtons. They had a fair side in. So,
1: Well, I, I thought the, the big difference uh, for the Bulldogs was a halfback, Toby Sexton. Toby Sexton. He, he, yeah, he was instrumental in everything that they did. He had a hand in just about every try they scored and came up with a big play at the end by diving on the ball off of Dean Hawkins' kick. With only seconds to go,
0: yep, it was it uh, was pretty pretty good for a bloke who'd been there only a couple of days. I think I think uh, Phil Gould will be pretty happy with what he's done bringing young Sexton down from the Gold Coast Titans. Um, I thought Lockie had a fair game. Uh, I, I, there were stages where he jumped in at first receiver a lot. where I thought he hung back a bit against the Dragons, uh, where he had an opportunity to be the main man. Mm. and he didn't come on too late in that contest, although this one his kicking game was pretty good, he came up with a couple of force line dropouts come up with some really nice kicks Um, the first one in the first couple of minutes where he landed at about 2 or 3 metres out and the boys come in um, I think it was Milne um, Lovett and Munro and dragged him in the in goal to get a repeat set like built some pressure Mm. Um, some of his kicks have probably got to get a bit more depth on them some of them are only landing 30-40 out, but There's there's a lot of improvement in Lockie. Was Um, Pangai
1: Jr. offside on the charge down? Gigi got to him really quick.
0: He was, yeah. He was definitely offside on the charge down. That's where the referee should have blown the penalty instead of Mm. that final...
1: And that's probably an area where Lockie And, look, it's, no, it's not to us to tell him, but uh, it's only our opinion. It's probably an area where he just needs to improve a, a little bit is that kicking game and uh, the variation with the kicks. He probably had the opportunity to maybe try and skip on the outside of Pangai or even offload because he had a couple of players mm. outside him. But
0: Yeah, Benny Lovett was off his look, hip. Not a noted kicker, but, I mean, you could have went through the hands because the Bulldogs were sitting back a bit. But they're the things that... He's probably got one thing in his mind, let's get to the kick, get yeah. to the kick. And out of the corner of his eye, Pangai Jr. was offside. Like, yeah. He showed some great energy when he finally came on the on the field, Pangai Jr. It was good. But um, he had three line break assists, Lockie, and defensively he's always up for it. There was a couple of times where he, he had a couple of one-on-one tackles out on the edge here. And, and I had to look and go, wow, that was Lockie. Well, wow, good tackle, you know. Yeah. And you, you kind of expect it from him, but not ev- not every halfback in the league can tackle like that. Um, and let's go to the referee. I thought the Richie can play the ball was a wrong decision by the referee. Richie got to his feet, put the ball on the ground, went to get his foot on it and pull it back and there was two or three blokes around his neck pulling him down, Brownie. We challenged it. The re- the video ref looked at it for under 10 seconds. Mm. Oh, that that was that was a poor call, in my opinion, Brownie. What do you reckon?
1: Oh, 100% chaps, and that's another one of the decisions that the Rabbitohs weren't happy with and the coaching staff. Um, you know, they, they just banked up one after another and um, I thought he got up to play the ball. He uh, obviously he wasn't standing straight up straight, but I thought his interpretation was that he lost the ball, and at no stage did he lose the ball. I'd have to go back and watch the game fully to what the interpretation was. It was it. Did he say that he, no, he never got up to play the ball, or did he lose the ball?
0: Oh, I don't know. I don't know what their interpretation was, but he made an effort to get to his feet. He put the ball on the ground, used his feet and to play it, but wasn't unable. He wasn't able to play the ball because yeah. they were crowding in the ruck. Yeah, that was a crowding penalty all day for me. Yeah. Uh, anyway,
1: and uh, and I was driving home, and I, my dad called me, and he said that the Bulldogs laid over him all game. They did. And that, and we spoke to JD yesterday yesterday about it. And that's exactly what he said. They, they and a just few of the other officials
0: us... there, without name and name, they're going to put in an official complaint. Um, they're going to go right over that game, um, list a few things up and get, get a, a clear interpretation from the NRL. They want a response and, and they deserve one. I thought the Rucks booted. Well, it's not consistent, dog, yeah. The Dogs Rucks booted. They just got up and did what they wanted. Um, we had people lying all over. I think there was one from Leon Knight um, where he had two or three blokes in the play of the ball while he was trying to put it on the ground. Mm. Yeah. If that wasn't a six again, I'll give it away. Mm. They just let it. It just slowed us down so much. They weren't rolling out um, like they should have been if they were around in the ruck. Um, they were able to put pressure on us instead of getting off off the tackled player. Um, it was pretty pretty punishing. Um, the ten in the bin. We sort of discussed that already. I think they got that one wrong in my opinion. The double movement where we got called offside for. Mm. Come on, mate. Yeah. You're kidding yourself. Should have been. A uh, penalty to South, double movement. That was another crucial play in the game. Yeah,
1: and like you said they earlier, chapters, he one, didn't yeah. know the rule. He he took the penalty to the middle of the field when it should have been where the offside occurred.
0: Yeah. Well, um, it was his first game as captain, 223-game career for Tommy Burgess. And I'll tell you what, I thought he, I thought he went all right. But when you know more than the referee, the officials, you must be—you must be a pretty good captain.
1: Yeah, exactly. I know we didn't win the game. But... I've been an Englishman as well, so yeah, no, he was outstanding. Tommy came up uh, with that first try, and he's always hard to handle. He always goes forward. He lands on his front. He gets a quick play of the balls, and um, yeah, for the time he was out there, he was outstanding.
0: Even the penalty at the end of that last one of the game, where we, we tackled Burton on the last. I think it was Talis Duncan done a great job. Gone up there, put the pressure on. 23 seconds ago, we might have been able to call time off and get one or two plays in. Mm. Nothing. Didn't even give us an opportunity. So.
1: Well, he, he reeled that offside, so we've come up with two offsides and he's telling me Pangai Jr. wasn't offside on the charge down. So yeah, mate, exactly. It just we didn't get wasn't that one, consistent.
0: It wasn't consistent enough for mine. And that's all we're asking for, a bit of consistency from the referee. Um, look, good luck to the Bulldogs, I thought. Um, they came to play. They were touched up the week before and... They showed plenty of pride in the jersey, and they're, they're a proud old club, the Bulldogs. Don't worry about that. Now, New South Wales Cup, we were out there early enough to see a bit of that. We were outclassed. They had, they had some really good players in that side. Um, Obviously, you can imagine the backfill in first grade. Mm. We had we had a lot of um, guys who were sort of in that second tier, New South Wales Cup, um, playing a lot of A grade in the area. And a bloke that stood out uh, for me and Brownie was the hooker. Off the bench was Zach um, Makelellins.
1: I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Played with uh, the La Perouse, A grade team. So and like you said, chaps, a couple of them players have been called up from the local A grade team. Tristan Alvarado was another one who mm. sat on the bench. Um, like you said, due to the the injuries and the players unavailable in the top grade, it filters all the way down from the New South Wales Cup to the Jersey flag, and they had a lot of flag players. Playing in the New South Wales Cup and coming up against the Bulldogs, who were on top of the competition.
0: Yeah, they had his yeah. Peramut, uh, Paul Alamotti, uh, mate. They had they had a fair side, mate. Um, they were really really strong, and we just we could, our edges just sort of um, collapsed a fair bit. We got a lot of inexperienced guys. We hung in there, right well, on the fridges. Yeah,
1: yeah, and the boys tried their tried their asses off, and uh, yeah, it was just unfortunate that we probably didn't have the you know the the troops out there. That we normally have. Uh, normally, you know, Peter's there. Uh, Talis is there. Ben Lovett's there. So all them players, obviously when we get all the top line players back from rep duties and injuries, uh, that New South Wales Cup team will be strong again. And hopefully we can have a good back end of the season and scrape into the eight.
0: Yep, and um, the flag that we are beaten 24-18 at uh, Ring Rose Park, I think it was, that was a bit earlier in the day, like maybe what, 11 or 12 o'clock, they played that one. Mm. And assistant coach there, Lukey Della, um, he just was. He'd like to see a little bit more consistency with injuries. They're, they're having to change their lineup all the time, but he was proud of their efforts. Mm. Um, I think they said they they end up winning the second half 6-4. Um, they, they were down a, a bit of a score in the first half, but he, he's going to take that into next week after being a little bit touched up um, at. Um, I think it was out of Blacktown the week before. So there was a few positives to take out of that one, Brownie, with our boys in the flag. And I don't think Jai Gray's too far away. Um, He's a bloke who can give you a lot of spark, Um, young Jai Gray.
1: Well, he certainly is, and he showed that uh, with the games that he's played already this season. And he's a real dominant player. He's very crafty. And like you said, chaps, he's got plenty of speed for a halfback. And uh, they'll certainly uh, welcome him back in the next couple of weeks.
0: And we had the Indigenous Greats luncheon yesterday at the Juniors. What a great day. Put on by the, the South Players Association, the SPA um, team, read by Sean Garlick and, and Steve McDermott and the boys, and obviously Shannon Donato is involved. But they've actually changed the name of it, Brownie.
1: Yeah, pride of the league. Uh, yep. We are called now uh, for the old boys. And we've got a number of other events that will be happening throughout the year. I think the boys are going up to the Sunshine Coast. Uh, to watch the boys play Brisbane up there in a couple of weeks' time. And also, they're going to Cairns. To yeah, so game. if
0: you're if a former player, you're in the area, Queensland, or if you've got a relative who was a former player, make sure they get in contact with um, the club and find out a bit more about some of the events they've got coming up. No Even if you're a
1: supporter and you're going up to the Sunshine Coast or Cairns and you're going to Perth, make sure you call the club and ask where the old boys are going to be at because they do have a couple of events and they... Like nothing more than for the fans to come up and uh, show your appreciation of what the old boys have done for the club in the past.
0: And it was a couple of rep um, Indigenous players. Graham Lyons, Greg Inglis, Alex Johnson, Cody um, Walker and Latrell Mitchell. But Cody Walker couldn't make it because of the origin commitments. But first up they had Graham Chunky Lyons and Greg Inglis on the stage, Q&A. And it was great to hear from. We hear, probably hear from some of the other guys a fair bit. So it was good to hear from Gi. We've mm-hmm. heard from him for a while. Um, some of the struggles he had as a young bloke, having to leave uh, at a fifth as a fifteen-year-old, uh, relieve mum and dad to go and pursue a career up in Brisbane, and, the, and a family that helped him out up there to help him acclimatise. Well, he, he
1: went around. He sort like he did a bit of travelling first. He, he went to Newcastle as well, mm. and uh, he sort of like signed his first contract as a fifteen-year-old for Melbourne. But he realised it was too cold down there, so he didn't want to go down there. And uh, I think he had an uncle that was living down in Newcastle. He went down there, and, and Newcastle didn't want him, and then obviously went up to Brisbane.
0: And it was a similar story for um, Latrell Mitchell. Had to Him and Shaq had to leave home to pursue a career in the Central Coast and, and, and Newcastle. And guess what? The Knights didn't want him either. Mm, yep. So they could have had Greg Inglis yep. and Latrell Mitchell, the mm. Newcastle Knights, but just could not... Um, See the talent in him, or yep. try to pursue him and, and find out what what they really want.
1: Mm, um, no, a couple great of country great boys. Stories.
0: You've got to let country boys go back to the country and, and, and be on country and, and just to wind down because the city can be stressful for these young boys. Yep. We grew up in the city, Brownie. <laughs> You know, you grew up in the inner city. I grew up around here. I'm used to people and, and all that sort of stuff. But And it and was the great rubber, to hear from Chunky Lions too, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, great. Uh, local junior from the LARP Panthers. Had the opportunity to play with uh, Graham throughout my junior career and uh, through the grade career. We actually won the SG Ball Grand Final together and then obviously uh, come up to grade throughout that pathway system. And, it was, um, yeah, no, it was great to hear Chunky's story. Um, and all the other boys' story as well. No one does it better than uh, the South Sydney Rabbitohs.
0: Well, look, he, he only played um, four games for for New South Wales, sorry, three games for New South Wales, and he, he won two of them. So he won a State of Origin series in 1990. and uh,
1: And that was on the back of a, a great 1989 season where we won the minor premiership unfortunately we bowed out in the two semifinals to Balmain and Canberra but yeah Chunky had a great year that year and obviously uh, 1990 he was rewarded with a state of origin.
0: And we had a few auctions there Brownie?
1: Yeah we had some auction items and raised some good money there uh, for the Players Association so they can put on these events and it's, uh, it was wonderful to see all the old boys down there and uh, more importantly, JD and the squad, the whole team, were there mm. to give up their time on a Sunday after a Saturday loss. Uh, was ve- it's credit to them actually?
0: And um, there was a couple of mad South fans having a bid off.
1: Yeah, there certainly was. Yeah, yourself and uh, and Waza. There was a bit of off in, in the auction. Uh, they brought a wonderful Indigenous print of them five players that we just spoke about. Um, it's a beautiful piece of memorabilia uh, only three,
0: three only uh,
1: three made and we sold two on the day
0: and one will stay with the
1: club one will stay with the club that might be auctioned off at a later date and yeah no, they've some great auction items and uh, we raised some good money for the players association.
0: and uh, I had to explain that one of the misses when I got
1: home I, I come <laughs>
0: home about 12-15 cans into it and yeah. I bought this item for a couple of thousand dollars <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um <laughs> She said, "Just take the dogs for a walk." <laughs> so I do um, oh, get the dog leads, and, yeah. and I thought I'd stuff it. I went past a bottle and got a long neck as well, <laughs> just a just a little nightcap, you yeah. know. And, I mean, and uh, no, it was really, really good day, and uh, like we raised we, a lot of money twenty thousand dollars for the um, the players' association, former players, so they can hold events up in Queensland and stuff like that. Help yeah. them out with tickets to the games. Um, and, and it's not it's not
1: only events; it's well, it's similar to the men of league chaps, where for an old player or an old boy, uh, falls on tough times, uh, the spar and or what they're called now the pride of the league will do what they can to help that player out.
0: Yeah, and I met a couple of champions. One was uh, Sunia Philly. He was a Tongan Mad South fan and his mate Benny Ross. Not the Benny Ross that had a fight with um, Gordon Tallis and used to play for us, no. yeah, and they had their shelf jumpers on, we had a good laugh after it. and. I absolutely loved it. I think it was about 180 bucks. It was great mm. food too and um, young Henry's beer on tap and just plenty of good entertainment. So if you ever get a chance to go to one of those sportsmen's lunch, lunches with the Rabbitos, mate, don't muck around because tickets sell out bloody quick.
1: Yeah, and that's a good thing about these events. Uh, fans can come as well. There's a lot of corporate there, a lot of old boys, but there was also fans, and that's the best thing about uh, these spa events that uh, the boys put on. And that is everybody can attend.
0: And what I, what the message I got was, you know, a lot of, they interviewed JD and some of the big players like Latrell on that, and that they just had a bit of quiet confidence about him in the back end. Mm. I know we've had a lot of changes to the lineup. They're pretty confident that Luttrell will be available for the Broncos game. He's not 100%, but the other six will. Campbell Graham has re- recovered really well. He's going to be back. You've got your, your hosties. Era. You're going to have all your four origin players who'll have a 10 day rest. Mm. Um, after Origin, so that's that's crucial time. Instead of having them backing up, especially Cam, he's so important to our team. Cam, um, so that's going to be big. We've got a few other blokes coming back, and and what I liked you know, about it's going it, to be a Josh. different looking lineup.
1: Yeah, what I liked about it was uh, when JD said that he's ready for the back end of the season to give this premiership a real shake. So and then, so that's confidence to me. Oh, it
0: is. is. I'm... I'm I couldn't be happier for this team as to the position where we are now. Yeah, we could have had a win or two more on the uh, on the board, but yeah, you just the the game on the weekend. When you sit back and look at it from that, that sort of fifty thousand feet and, and don't look closely at a few different things, the scoreline with all those players out. Um, couple of the young halves and, and, and Taffy and the spine, really young spine it was, taking the game by the scruff of the neck when they had to. Defensively we we're, were a little off in a few areas um, we, we, but I think a lot a lot of the game was lost from that incorrect 10 in the bin. You take that 10 in the bin out where they scored two tries mm. this could yeah. be a different game. Yeah. Um, so don't be too disheartened South fans, we're going to be back on the horse and we might have a, a little wrap up of the Origin game which is coming in a couple of days time in mm. Sydney and uh, And then we'll see you back probably next Tuesday for a bit of teamless Tuesday leading into that Broncos contest. Leading
1: into the Broncos game. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Hopefully all the players will be back. Like you said, Luttrell, uh, he might be just another week, I reckon. They're not going to rush Luttrell, uh, especially with some important games coming up at the back end of the season, the business end of the season. And really looking forward to that.
0: And that might be all she wrote there, Brownie. we'll, We'll let them go here and up the mighty Rabbitohs. Up the
1: Rabbitohs.